Hey, Jay, how's it going? Uh, happy upcoming fall. Today's like the first real day of fall weather we've had. Yeah, yeah. It's going nice. to feel nice all day long. Yeah, man. It's, it's later and later, sadly. Hoodie, hoodie report. Hoodie report. Hoodie report. You can wear a thin, wear a thin hoodie at midday, yeah. uh, a thick hoodie around after the sun goes down. General rule now, after the sun goes down, you can wear whatever hoodie you want. Um, but during the direct heat of the sun, you want to wear a thinner hoodie because you will sweat. Right, right. Yeah. You can wear a thicker hoodie, of course, in the, in the wintertime. Yeah. A lot, yeah. a lot of people wear thick hoodies in the in the fall because they get super excited and it's just it's too hot. <laughs> it's just too hot to wear. I got to get a thinner hoodie that fits. Yeah. I'm wearing a hoodie currently because my apartment is always cold. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, it's just perpetually cold. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. Wait, so, yeah. What are we here to uh, talk about? We're here to talk about, I would say, the pin up, pin up, what's it called? Pin up, pin up, penultimate, penultimate, <laughs> penultimate episode, uh, penultimate, penultimate, <laughs> penultimate movie of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, I was like, when they first designed the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they didn't really know what they were doing until probably halfway through, and then they realized they wanted to do the Infinity War um, saga, and that's what we're going to talk about, Avengers Infinity War, which is um, the two-and-a-half-hour spectacle where Thanos finally gets the gems, and um, we get to understand why he won the gems. We get some backstory of Gamora. We get to see all the heroes fighting together for the first time on the big screen. It's a huge, huge thing. It's massive. It's crazy. Uh, I have some funny stories to tell about actually seeing it in the theaters. This will be great. Yeah, I was surprised. It looks like. Um... This movie is where we first really get told what the Infinity Stones are. Well, they've told us about it in Guardians of the Galaxy, and um, but yes, like this episode is when we finally start understanding what they are and how they work and stuff like that. And we actually get a deep. It's the first time we get to see all of them uh, together, so we actually get to see them being used, and we get to see. And a lot of our heroes uh, are just learning who Thanos is in this movie. Yeah, they have no idea who Thanos is, so they get to learn that. Um, and so, it's, I want to start with well, I have some, show notes that are listed out in order of scenes from the movie. Not all the scenes, but pretty much all of them. And so, what I'm mm-hmm. going to do is like just go over the scenes and then talk about the scenes from the movies and then how it directly connects to the comics and the differences. And then, of course, I'll answer your questions as we go. Okay, we'll just see how we'll see how it goes. It might take. Uh, an hour, it might take two hours. We'll just see how far we get and see how see how we're feeling. Right. Okay. All right. So do you remember um Thor Ragnarok? Do you remember what happened at the very end of Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, I had to rewind the very beginning of this movie because I wasn't paying attention to any of the radio chatter. And then I realized mm-hmm. I had to pay attention to that radio chatter. Yeah, so the end of Thor Ragnarok, they're all they're on the uh the Rainbow Bridge and then they have to evacuate because Asgard is destroyed. Yeah, they had to destroy Asgard to kill Hela. So that's it. So Asgard's gone. All the Asgardian refugees, which not many, I would say a few thousand maybe, um, which means Asgard's kind of a small place, on this ship from from Sakaar. So it's got, you have Asgardians on the ship. You have Sakarians on the ship. You have the Hulk. You have Thor. You have Loki. You have, uh, what's her face? <laughs> um, the one with the sword. She was awesome. What is she called? Um, Gamora's sister? No, no. What is, oh my goodness. She's called Valkyrie. Yeah, Valkyrie on the oh, ship. Oh, Valkyrie. And you have um, uh, Hemdale's on the ship. Yeah, all these yeah. So the very beginning of the of Infinity, yeah, the very beginning of Infinity War, um, you see the ship being under attack, which is super sad. Like you see dead Asgardians all over the place. They don't say this, but I'm assuming that a lot of the Asgardians were able to escape because Valkyrie does live. And a lot, of, a lot of the Asgardians do get off. We never really understand the story behind it. Like we don't, we don't know if they got escape pods. We don't know if they got in other ships. So that's it, it just seems like uh, Thanos and his crew really just kind of stuck in one part of the ship where the action was yeah. and didn't bother themselves with the rest of the ship. So if people were hiding, yeah, maybe they could have. Uh, but this, the whole, but the whole ship gets destroyed. So I got to my creative writing students that sometimes the story has plot holes, and sometimes the readers. Fill in the plot holes for the writer, which is great for right. the writer, but it's really lazy like. for the writer. I as like well. that. <laughs> so we're just plugging in the plot holes. So yeah, so we don't know, but it's super cool because we get the Black Order, which is from the comics. They are, they are kind of comic accurate. 
Um, so they show up. So we and do you know the names of the Black Order? There's one guy that has a really, um, I don't know, a really corny name. Uh, his name is what? It's Dark Mall or something like that. Um, I think it's Ebony Mall. Ebony Mall. There we thinking. go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ebony Mall. And so if uh, you look at the show notes that I listed, it actually has the comic accurate ones and, and it has the ones from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Is Ebony the ones Mall that from the comics? Seeing... Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. I, I get yeah, his so... name. I get his name confused with Darth Maul. Yeah, it's confusing. They don't look the same though. But Ebony but, Mall yeah, is actually Ebony probably is like black and dark is. Yeah. You know, Ebony Mall is the one that's. Ebony Maul is the one that speaks the most and the one right. that is kind of, it seems like he's kind of second in command. But you have Ebony Maul, Cole, Obsidian, Promix, Proxima, Midnight, and Colvis Glaive. So Colvis Glaive is the one with the little, like, staff who looks like an elf. Proxima Midnight is the woman with the sword type deal. Um, Cole Obsidian is the big dude. And then, of course, Ebony Maul is the um, older looking guy. Okay. Uh, and in the comics, Proxima um, Midnight's the one that keeps chasing Vision and yes, Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch. Okay. In the comics, you don't have it's not in the comics. It's not a one to one exact, but they're very similar. I mean, be honest with you, these guys show up in 2013, so I mean, it doesn't really they're not really super interesting to me. But um, they are they're cool in the comics that they are, and they're yeah. like vicious and really mean, and of course they're doing um, Thanos's bidding. Um, the big part about this scene that everybody's going to remember is um, we get kind of heartbroken because we've spent many, many episodes, many, many shows, many, many movies seeing how awesome the Hulk is. I mean, we get him in Avengers. We get yeah. him in Avengers Age of Ultron. He's, like, busting up everything. We see him in Mr. Car, like, busting up everything. He's super awesome. And he, get his, he gets his butt kicked so bad by Thanos. It's, like, <clears throat> hilariously, hilariously bad. I mean, it's, like... It just oof, and then it kind of sets the stage. Like I had, to, I like, had to pause the movie right there so my wife could go off about why uh, the Hulk didn't just yank Thanos' head off. He's not. He's not. As, he's just Thanos and, and Hulk are just as strong as each other. Like they're equally strong. Like, like he couldn't have done it. Like yeah. Thanos is even in the comics. Is in the comics. This is accurate. In the comics, the Hulk and Thanos have gone toe to toe, and it's always like that. Like Thanos is extremely strong and extremely tough. So like that's and like when I saw the fight start, mm-hmm. when I saw Hulk show up, I was like, he's about to get his butt kicked, and he did. It was like because Thanos is super boring, way more strong than he is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you also should think that the power gym, which he's ha- which he has currently, he only has one gym. It's the power gym. It might be fueling him a little more. That's it the one. To have. Like, yeah, if you've only got one, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Have mm-hmm. the power one. Yes, yeah, Power Gym. So apparently, in the the off screen, Thanos went to um, where the Nova Corps is 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 housed. The Xandar, Xandar. He went to Xandar and busted it up pretty bad and stole the gym. So that's what who the, had the, the Power Gym on Xandar? Who was keeping it? Was it the Nova Corps? The Nova Corps had it in a safe. If you if you remember the right. end of that's Guardians the of the end Galaxy. Of, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah it's okay. in a safe. And they're all like, okay, we have it safe. Nobody can get it. And then Thanos just shows up and destroys it. We don't get to see it, which is sad. I would love to have seen that fight scene between Nova Corps and Thanos. Mm-hmm. But you should assume that the Nova Corps is, is destroyed, that the entire Corps is gone. So that might come up in a future movie. Um, but, now, yeah, so he has – and also he has the gauntlet, so that's how he's controlling it. Uh, if you watch the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know that – Holding the gym directly can be dangerous to your health, but having like some kind of gauntlet to help you control it could is is possible. So he has like the gauntlet to help him control it. And uh, one of the gimmicks of the movie, and I will call it a gimmick, is he has to close his fist in order to activate the the infinity gem. So when he closes his fist, the gems can be activated and they work. Um, mm, that is yeah. not comic accurate. That is laughable. That's just silly. Is that gauntlet comic accurate? In the comics, his glove he has these gloves. So he has these gloves on and he when he gets the gym, he just puts it on his glove. Uh and so after a while, after the first Infinity's um gauntlet series, uh the gauntlet kind of came iconic and so it then became kind of like a thing. So at first okay. it was just his glove, but then it became more and more ornate right. and, and more interesting. So they definitely um, um expanded on that in the movie yes it's like yeah the a, gauntlet when he holds gauntlet. up his his fist and it's a gauntlet like it looks way different than it did in the comics in the comics it looked more it, it wasn't as ornate or interesting looking mm-hmm. and he didn't have to 
it the gems could be controlled in other ways. It didn't have to be on his hand, but it would just look cool. So that's what right. they did. Okay. Um, so now Hulk is beat up and Hemdale sends him to Earth, which we'll talk about in a second. Hemdale is killed, which is super sad. Uh Loki is killed, which is super sad. And uh when you're watching that- this for the first time, do you think Loki's killed? You Probably not. You probably think that he's going to show up at a certain point another time. You don't really think that he's going to. I didn't think he was killed. Yeah. Yeah. But he definitely was. That version of Loki, his timeline ended. Like, he's dead. (laughs) Yeah, we saw that in in the Loki TV series. Yeah, so he's dead, dead. He's dead. And it's kind of gruesome. Like, he chokes him to death, and it's like, you hear his neck snap, and it's not. And then his his legs get all dangly. It's like, it's kind of gross. It's really bad. His eyes are bloodshot. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It's PG-13. I'm not sure. That, like, I'm, I I wouldn't let my five-year-old see that. Like, eh. <laughs> you know, like, Right, um, right. I, I don't know. It's just, um, it's kind of gruesome. Um, but then he gets, he gets the, Loki gives him the, um, uh, the, uh, ta- no, Space Gem. Space Gem, which is the Tesseract. He breaks the Tesseract, finally, after years of it being a cube, and he gets the Space Gem out of it, and he puts it on the gauntlet. Now he has the power and the Space Gem, which allows him to, control space and time space er, not time earlier i think we talked about how the the space gym was not blue but in this movie i watched he, he broke the tesseract open and the space gym was basically the same color what who said that we when did we say that i thought we i thought you said that it's not blue and um in, in the comics episode of our podcast i don't remember saying that i've said a lot <laughs> okay all right <laughs> we've been, maybe we've I, done, I might be missing we've done a lot of these too. podcasts okay. um no, it's blue. Yeah, it's blue. The the gem like the the gems are a different color in the comics than they are in the in the movie. And fun fact, the gems were originally the same color. They were all orange. Oh. Um but then in later episode later later issues of the comic, they changed colors. Um he changed color. I don't know why. Kind of like color. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, very similar. Very good shout out. People don't <clears> know that the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had red bandanas. They all had red bandanas. That's right. And they Killed people and it was vicious. If you want to read something crazy, read the first episodes of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They are not the same as you would read now. Right? Woo, yeah. They're way different. Yeah. Um. But anyway, side note: when th- this is not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle podcast, even though it would be really fun, really yeah. fun. Um. Okay. So let's stop here and talk about some differences between the movie and the comics. In the comics, um, backstory. This all started in the comics when Death resurrected Thanos from the dead in order for him to be like a servant to her. So Thanos was killed, I forget how, but Thanos comes back to life and he is like, okay, Death wants me to hang out with her and be a servant. I need to like show her that I'm super serious about this. He needs to find a way to gain power, to not be her equal, just to show her that he can protect her. And he goes looking for these gems. And the gems are being kept by several different people. Two of them you know. The Collector and the Grandmaster in the comics had one stone apiece. Ah. But, there are other, but there are other people who had stones too. And so Thanos um, went out and tricked six people to give him the stones. So he didn't actually kill them. He just kind of tricked them over and over again, doing different cool things to get these stones. And it was actually, it's actually really cool. Um, how he tries to convince, like the 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 way the stones work are completely different than the the movie. They're more far more powerful and far more intricate. And Thanos understands them better than the people he's trying to get them from. Mm. And at the end, he has all six, and he realizes that they ha- they give him like godlike abilities. Right. Um. So we've talked about this before. It, the the way that Mega Ultron had the stones in What If and used the stones in What If are closer to what Thanos could do with them in the comics. They're like right. he's that powerful. Um and so when he when, has when the he stones, gets all of the infinity stones in the comics, is he more powerful than death or still less powerful than death? Mm. That's a bone of contention. She actually gets upset with him because he shows back up to wherever she is, like Hell World or whatever. I'm not sure where she is. And um he shows her that he has the gauntlets and he gets she gets mad and he's like, what are you so mad about? And like his, and she doesn't speak, but her servants was like, no one told you to get these stones. You were yeah. just supposed to be here to serve with her. And like he, he's like, well, I'm her equal now. <laughs> and then the servant was like, we don't want you to be her equal. 
you were just supposed to be here, and now look at you. And she gets kind of upset. And then he's like, well, whatever, and he leaves. And he leaves because he wants to, like, prove to her how much he loves her. Uh, he, and it's the, it's really strange. Like he's 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 the comic is the comic says in the comics it ensue, it kind of um, makes you think that he's insane, mm-hmm. which because they call him the Mad Titan, right? Because uh, he's doing like it's crazy what he's doing. Um, but at the same time, like he really wants to have her affections and he really wants her to love him. And so, um, as you're telling me this uh, story from the comics, I'm getting flashbacks to the Doctor Strange episode of What If. Yeah, it's the same energy. I hate saying that. I hate that I said that. I hate I said that. <laughs> but it's the same. It's the same type of thing. Um, same type of thing. Right. Like he gets like he's just mad. He wants power so bad he doesn't understand the consequences of what he's doing. Uh, so in the comics, again, uh, he meets someone. Someone finds him and he's and someone's like hey i can help you and it's mephisto we haven't seen mephisto in the movies yet but mephisto is like kind of like the devil sort of it's not he's not really the devil but he's kind of lives in the devil dimension um so that becomes so mephisto becomes thanos's like servant so um what thanos wants to do is he wants to become powerful enough to appease death and to show her that he um is truly in love with her and it's a slow comic. It takes a long time for the for the story to build up into kind of big action scenes. Um, but eventually, uh, it, it moves on to Silver Surfer. So that's the reason why I said all that is because... You remember that scene from Infinity War where the Hulk lands in Doctor Strange's house? Right, yeah. Remember that? And he's like laying there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is from the comics, but but it's a warning. Like someone shows up and smashes into Doctor Strange's house, but and warns him that Thanos is coming. But it's not the Hulk in the comics; it is the Silver Surfer in the comics. So that's mm. kind of cool that they did that. How did how um, did he land there? He oh dude, it's a it's Silver Surfer fifty. Such a great episode. Silver Surfer is racing to Earth to warn Earth's heroes that Thanos is coming. That Thanos has the Infinity Gems and he needs help to stop him. Thanos shows up. Uh, and they and and smashes Silver Surfer into the moon, and there's a whole episode where the Silver Surfer and um, Thanos talks about the Silver Surfer's past. Mm-hmm. Such a great episode because we realize that the Silver Surfer, um, at some point, his father um, got really upset um, before Silver Surfer became Silver Surfer. Long, long story, but it, it, the end, the, the whole end round is that Silver Surfer might have accidentally caused his father to commit suicide, a- and. Silver Surfer never knew that until Thanos oh. showed it to him and it made Silver Surfer doubt his nobility. And then Silver Surfer just ends up leaving the moon. He ends up not beating Thanos, but ends up kind of being able to escape. And he's floating from the moon to Earth. And he's like just kind of spiraling down to the atmosphere and he just crash lands. And he's like, it's like it's super sad because like Silver Surfer just re- it revealed something tragic about his past. And it's like it's the, the comics. It, it, took, it took a long time to get from Thanos being resurrected by death to the Infinity War, the Infinity Gauntlet saga, because like they took their time. These episodes are really fun to read. They're super interesting. Um, they're, they're, they're it's like comic fantasy at its height. And Thanos is a very well rounded, well balanced character. He's not just a villain. He's someone that you can sympathize with in some ways. He's somewhat rational. Uh, and so it's so it's so cool to see all this interaction and like and they and it's a lot more talking than you're used to. It's like it's not as action oriented. So, we, but we get we miss a lot of that. We miss a ton, some of that. I mean, I think that the um the this um Infinity War movie does humanize Thanos very well, but not it's not as interesting to me as what the comics did. Hmm. Okay, you should definitely read it. <laughs> <laughs> you can I'll, definitely I'll totally def- put it on my list of uh, comments no, you, to read. Yeah, you won't. You won't do it. <laughs> I've heard this before, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I've um, read one. What no, I think you're thinking is why should I read this if if I can just talk to Jarvis about it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now um so now let's go back to the movie. Switch okay. to the movie. Click. Yep. And now we have um Banner, we have um uh, Doctor Strange, we have Wong. And now we have Tony Stark. So we see Tony Stark walking with his um, soon-to-be wife, um, uh, Gwen, no, not Gwen Fox. Stefani. Not, not Gwen, what's, what's the actual <laughs> name? Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Same energy. Yeah, Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, apparently, they get married. They got engaged. 
and um, blah, blah, blah. Um, we see an interesting chess piece on Tony Stark's chest, but we know that the chess piece has been removed from his chest. So what's this? We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What's the deal with that? Uh, it's nanites, the nanobites. It's a, it's a car, it's a carriage to hold nanites. So because of Black Panther, we get nanites introduced into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and now Tony Stark magically has nanites now. So we'll uh, okay, see. so he didn't need it to save his life anymore. He's just that's his best way of keeping the Iron Man suit with him at all times now. Basically. Yeah, but like, okay, so I guess if you you know cops carry guns everywhere, even when they're off duty. I guess he's like, well, I'm Iron Man. I might need this suit. I better carry it around with me. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were Tony Stark, I guess I would too, wouldn't you? If you if you had nano a nano suit that you could carry around on your chest, kind of like that, I, I guess you. Could. I guess. I guess he just got used to having that glowing thing on his chest and thought it looked cool. I, I just like- think. I think the Marvel people are like, we need his chest piece. We need to have something cool in his chest. Put it right. on his chest. Yeah. And like. The nanites, they could be anywhere. They could be on his belt. They could be in a backpack. They could be on his wrist. But no, we got to put on the chest. This is That's silly. interesting. He's, uh, he's, he's switched between circle and triangle uh, a few times during the MCU. Yeah. So he's now, mm-hmm. he's back to triangle again. Yeah, it's also, they do that in the comics as well. Sometimes it's a circle, sometimes it's a triangle. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then Doctor Strange shows up, uh, Banner's back, and then... Uh, Tony Stark uh, is introduced to Doctor Strange and the Infinity Gems, and we get to see um, him and Strange interact, with, which I liked a lot. I think that the interaction between the two goateed, um, magnificent men, Tony Stark and Doctor Strange, I think it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty fun to watch. Because um, they, they didn't like each other, which I liked. Right. But then we get another attack on New York, and it's a huge ship. Uh, shows up and it has Ebony Maul and the other big dude there, and we get a cool fight scene. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty fun. Uh, it just it doesn't take long for the fights to start, which is which is fun. Right. Um. But so far, that's where so, I was surprised, though. However, that like Doctor Strange and Wong had no idea who Thanos was at this point. Did even Tony Stark? Did he? No, nobody knew who he was. Yeah. Uh, I think some. I think if you look at like. The Guardians of the Galaxy knew who he was for sure because of Kamar and because of other interactions. But it's right. not like there's a database that's connected to Earth to all the interstellar stuff. Yeah. I mean, Captain Marvel's gone, you know, so and like Hulk's been gone for two years, stuff like that. So we don't really know a lot of it. Um, But um, it's I, what I kind of liked is that at the beginning of, I think, Avengers. No, Avengers Age of Ultron, the idea was that that Tony Stark wanted to create a suit of armor around the world to protect it yeah. from from the threats that he saw during the first Avengers movie. And mm-hmm. the writers did a very good job circling back to this. Like, Tony said, this was going to happen. They are going to come here. And they did. And they were not prepared. Like, imagine if Ultron was, a, like, if Ultron was, well, I mean, the vision is there. Like, that's actually a really good question. Let's stop for a moment. Okay, in Avengers Age of Ultron, Tony Stark created an AI. It turned bad, but his idea was to create an AI that could protect him from outside threats. At the end of Age of Ultron, we get Vision, which is kind of what Ultron wanted to be. So, actually, Tony Stark has what he wanted to protect the world in Vision, but Vision's gone and having sex with um, Wanda Maximoff in, like, Scotland. So, like... He's not very powerful when the, uh, who is it, the Black Order comes to the, visit? Yeah, no, he gets his butt kicked, too. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but I just kind of realized that, like, wait, like, okay, I, I, okay. They did, they did have the ability, they had, they had some power. If Vision was there with the Mind Gym, they might have been able, they would have been able to overpower um, Ebony Maw and the big dude easily. They would have been able to kill them if Vision yeah. was there. They would have been able to destroy that spaceship. They would have been able to all go to Wakanda, strategize, work together. They would have been ready for Thanos when he showed up. Um, and pff, it, that just didn't happen. Because Vision wanted to, you know. No, Vision had, to, didn't, time. Vision had to go into hiding because he was too powerful, right? Him and, and he Wanda, wasn't in the, they both he had was, to go into hiding. He, they weren't in the, when were they in hiding? In, was in Scotland. They weren't in hiding. They were, wasn't this, this all because, like, Wanda, like, uh, was part of something blowing up. Yes, the she was on the run. She was on the run, but not Vision was still Vision was still working as an Avenger. He could he he was okay. Mm, I thought he was also on the run too. No, they no they were on the run, but they were on the run in the bedroom doing some stuff. 
Okay. Sexy stuff. Sex stuff. All right. R- robot Romantic sex stuff. stuff. Well, if you don't talk about much, but we should at some point. Um. So yeah. So what do you think of the fight scene? Uh, it was cool. It was cool. I thought it was we great. get to see some Spider Man in New York. Um, yes, very briefly we get we yeah, get to very, see a cool scene of him um swinging through the over the Brooklyn Bridge over to Manhattan. Right, uh, that was really awesome. Right, um, that was like that's actually one of my favorite scenes is him flying, jumping out of the bus and then swinging over to Manhattan. Uh, towards you, you know, Danger. one of your cool. favorite characters in the MCU is a big part of this scene. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Doctor Strange's cloak. Oh God! Uh, once again, the cloak saves him. Like, it's so stupid. Um, but yeah, the cloak's big. I thought Doctor Strange, um, seeing what he could do against Thanos later, I thought Doctor Strange wasn't as powerful in this scene as he could have been. Yeah, um, yeah, right. But we'll we'll talk about that later. Oh, maybe this episode, maybe next episode. Um, but I thought the fight with the big dude. I, what's his name? Obsidian, not Obsidian, something. Uh, something, some name that has something to we, do with being dark. I don't even know why I care what his name is. Hang on. I just want to see it. Uh, three, two, one. Uh, Cole Obsidian. Yeah. I thought Cole Obsidian was cool. I like that when uh, I like how Wong cuts his hand off by accident. Well, not really. Yeah, that I like was how pretty, he cuts his hand cool. off. That was, that was yeah. cool and neat. Uh, I love the scene where um, Iron Man is flying after uh, Spider-Man because Spider-Man is on the spaceship. Long story. And then, of course, we, get, we finally get to see the, spot, the Iron Spider suit, which was really cool. Uh, in the theater, when that happened, people went nuts. I don't know why, but whenever Spider-Man does anything in a movie theater, people go absolutely nuts. And when Spider-Man got took put on the Iron Man, the, the, when Spider-Man put on this Iron Spider suit, um, people were like super thrilled by it. I don't, and you said I, that that suit is from the comics, right? It is. He got that suit in the in, in, in um the Civil War, the first Civil War. Peter Parker got that suit from Iron Man. Yes, sir. Uh, just going out and saying I'm not a fan of it. Okay, why not? I'm a I'm a I'm a purist when it comes to Spider Man. That's fine. That's fair. Yeah, it's just like I don't you know, uh don't put your uh peanut butter in my gravy, you know? <laughs> I like gravy, I like peanut butter, but don't don't mix them. Can I pause real quick? I had biscuits and gravy um for breakfast and my wife was sitting next across from me. And my wife is from Michigan and I'm from North Carolina and she looks at the biscuits and gravy and she's like, That's disgusting. Oh, it is so good, but it's so, so good bad for you. So, so good, you. but so bad. So bad, <laughs> but it's so delicious. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's the best. Uh, did you have little, like little bits of sausage in, in your gravy? Yes, I did. Oh, uh, I like wonderful. the I like the ones I like the ones where they have the biscuit and then the egg and then they put the gravy on over all of it. You know, oh, was, I haven't had the egg version yet. So good. Uh yeah. anyway. Two Southern boys talk about Southern cooking. That could be a whole different podcast. <laughs> yeah, we could do a, we could do a different podcast on that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be actually pretty fun. Like, yeah, Southern cooking. My mic and drivers. Um, okay, a couple things before we move on. Um, Doctor Strange has owned an Infinity Gem in the comics, but not like he has in um, this in this movie. Of course, we understand that the uh, the 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 amulet that he carries on his chest, uh, that he wears all around his neck, has an Infinity Gem. That has the time gem in it, um, but Doctor Strange does own a, a Infinity Gem at some point in the Marvel comics, but it's not like how he has uh, in the movie. Just to let people know. And also, which is weird, we have seen screenshots from Spider Man No Way Home, and Doctor Strange is wearing the amulet again. We don't know what's going on with that. We don't know if the gem's in there or not, right, but right. he's wearing the amulet again. So yeah, we just gotta wait and see. Uh, and then, like, yeah, so. To to cap to cap the scene, Doctor Strange has been kidnapped by Ebony Maw, Spider Man, and Iron Man on the ship to try to save him. Um, but uh, uh, Banner is on Earth trying to find the other Avengers. Wong is going to hang out in the in the Doctor Strange house and not help at all for us for a long time. And yeah, someone uh, has to always be watching over those uh, buildings. Yeah, yeah, because it, it, it actually is protected. It's a, it's a, it. If you watch Doctor Strange, the movie, it says that each one of those houses creates like a bond around the world to protect it from a magical threat. So it has to have to stay there. Right. Uh, and then, um, you know, a big chunk of Manhattan's been destroyed, and that's it. Um, and then we get to see, I think this is in order, I think we, we get to see Thor interact with the Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time. Pretty awesome. Yeah, Thor's floating in space from the attack on the Asgardian ship. Yep. And he 
they they the Guardians of the Galaxy fly into him basically. Yep. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um so the, to to help the help the read the listeners, uh in the comics, Thor ha- Thor's powers are actually pretty interesting. So let's stop real quick. So if so in on Earth, if you have to breathe, everything has to breathe air in order to survive. If you if you're in space, you can't live. Um, right. But in the comics, certain people can live in the vacuum of space. Thor is one of them. Silver Surfer mm-hmm. is one of them. Certain mm-hmm. superpowered people can do that. Like Thanos can do it. Uh, in the movie, they never completely flesh out how this works. But I like the fact that Thor is just kind of floating in space, and then he's still alive. Uh, that helped. That was that was cool because like. Well, if you think th- about it, think think back to Asgard. What's Asgard look like? Asgard looks like a chunk of soil kind of floating in space, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With some buildings on it. Yeah. It's not a planet. It's just nope. like a, it's almost like flat earth, but not quite. Um, so there's no atmosphere, I guess, or I don't know. I guess people do visit Asgard, right? And they yeah, can breathe. No, there, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad, but it, there is an atmosphere there. But <laughs> yeah. I think what we can take is... But, like, the, I guess Asgardians can breathe in space is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Or not, is it just the gods not, of Asgard? Yeah, not not all of them. I think anybody who's been connected to the Odin's, the Odin's power, I think, mm-hmm. can do it. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Loki could probably do it for a limited amount of time. Yeah. Um, maybe Hemdale and a few others could do it, but Thor, I, I I don't even think Thor could do it for a very long period of time. But we but there's a scene where that kind of maybe works. Well, in this um, in this movie, uh, floating in space is the one thing that finally kills Ebony Maul. Yeah, he freezes to death. Yep, yep. Right. So so not everybody can do that. So again, so it's a special thing. It's actually interesting. And he was DC, very he was very very powerful, Ebony Maul. Yeah, he was powerful. It's actually interesting. DC Comics answered this question decades ago. They said that all organic beings have to breathe. And so so Superman, for example, can't fly in space without and not breathe. He has to have some kind of oxygen mask on in order right. to breathe. Yeah. So I, it, I don't, it was a kind of a bone of contention because a lot of people were like, whatever, Sp- Superman can do what he wants. And DC's like, no, he has to breathe. Uh, but Marvel's like, we don't care as a comic book. So <laughs> in Marvel, they just said <laughs> some people can breathe in space, some people can't. Who cares? Right. You know? Right. Um, but the scene um, where the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy meet Thor is pretty good. We get to, we get to meet all Princess the Princess Leia that... can also breathe in space, or for at least at least for a little while. Yes, you I don't, don't remember like, I don't that. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't like talking about those movies. I don't like them. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of those. I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of the the new Star Wars movies. I think they're garbage compared to the best Empire Strikes Back. But anyway. the middle, well, once again, the middle movie is the best. They're all bad. <laughs> they're just they're not they keep trying to redo what's been done and it doesn't work. Like right. do something I, like, I agree with you on that point. Do I'm something just different. The the best. Ugh. Anyway. Um so there's a plan. So Thor is going to God, what's it called? Thor is going to go to Nava not Nida Valer. Nida Valer. This word is so hard to pronounce. I, I would have loved to have been on the on the set. Yeah, hearing Nita actors Valera. learn how to pronounce this. Yeah, Nita yeah. He's going to take Rocket and Groot with him. Uh, fun fact: uh, in the comics, uh, Nita Valera is one of the Ten Realms, so it's actually connected to the Ten Realms. It's not an independent world. It's a, it's one of the Ten Realms. Interesting. Uh, okay. And then, is that where Thor's hammer was forged? Yes, it was. Okay. And then um, Thor, I mean not Thor, the rest of the Guardians, Drax, Mantis. Um, Star Lord and Gamora are going to nowhere to try to get the reality gem before Thor gets before Thanos gets it. So they separate, which is yeah, that sounds a, like a really bad plan. It's a terrible opinion. plan. It's an absolute terrible plan. Like, but yeah. okay, so Thor's thinking I need a weapon, which is true. He does. He right. absolutely does need a weapon. Yeah. How well and like could could I think this is a hard one. I don't because like when 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 the Guardians of the Galaxy go to nowhere nowhere, uh, Thanos has a space gem, a power gem, and a reality gem. Could the combined might of Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy have beaten Thanos on nowhere? I don't think so. I think that I think Thor was right that he they couldn't have beaten him like that. Yeah. Um. But 
at the same time, Gamora gets captured. And, like, I, I don't understand this. Gamora says that if I get captured, you have to kill me because I know where the soul gem is. I'm the only one who knows. Right. If Thanos gets me, he'll find out where it is. Yeah. Then she puts herself in a situation where she can get captured. Wouldn't it have been better if she, like, just leaves? Like, I need to yeah. go away. Right. Far, far away. You know, or or she could have. There's lots of yelling at the screen moments in this movie regarding uh, Gamora and uh, Thanos. Yeah, and also it's like if if I'm Gamora and I'm sitting in a room and I'm thinking if if Thanos gets the Soul Gem, he's going he's going to kill half of life on the in the entire universe. Right. I have to kill myself to stop that from happening. It'd be sad and be tragic. She tries it once. Worked, huh? She tries it once. Yeah, she tries it once and doesn't work. It's just like, right? It's just like, I, maybe it's you know it could be arrogance because in the scene where um, the Star Lord and Gamora and the rest of them are in nowhere, um, Gamora does try to kill Thanos, and in her head she does. Yeah. Um, so maybe she's thinking I can I can kill him. I can really kill him and stop this. Yeah. Um, she knows and, his weak points. And, yeah. And segue that scene where she kills Thanos and then she starts crying feels really real. She's yeah. a really good actress. Like, she really nailed that. I felt like she was really crying, like, in a real way. Uh, but then, of course, Thanos tricked her and used Reality Gym, uh, right. which is which is great. Um, and then, of course, like, we get a scene where, like, um, Star-Lord yeah, says they, he loves... they got to know where before Thanos had yeah. been able to wreak havoc, but, but it turns out he'd already destroyed Nowhere, pretty much, and yeah, had cool. the, uh, the... Which gym was he after? The reality gym. The reality gym already. We should assume that the collector is dead, by the way. We should just assume he's dead. Yeah. Um, and nowhere is like the nowhere's destruction is kind of like crazy. Cause like um it's a celestial's head, and we see it in the comics a yeah. lot now, it's just destroyed. Um and like and and again, we haven't seen the full power of the gems as as we would in the comics yet, but Thanos is getting the gems and he's getting them at a pretty steady pace, uh, and he doesn't look stoppable. Uh, and then at the end of this scene, Gamora is captured, um, and then the rest of the the, the Guardians are kind of like, like listless. And real quick, the Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of like this is kind of sloppy. Like it's like, come on, guys, you can do better than this. Yeah. If yeah. You, okay. Next scene. Uh, yeah, a the strange... whole um, like there's two very frustrating scenes in this movie, and here's the first one. Don't is... wait, wait, wait. Don't go. Don't, don't I'm not do gonna talk about order. the second one. Okay. Go ahead. I'm just gonna talk about the first. one. Okay. The first one is we've yet we've got um Drax here. Yeah. And oh yeah. I don't even want to talk about Drax. Go ahead. He wants to take on Thanos all by himself. He's like charging ahead. I don't know. It feels a little out of character, not totally, because he did kind of the same thing with Ronan. But it's just come on, it's not gonna work, you know. Everybody knows it's not gonna work. And then they decide to put him to sleep and he falls and makes a loud sound. It's just oh it's it's horrible. Well, maybe, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I almost died. Um, well, okay. The Drax, we've said this before. I will say this again. The Drax in the comics is not the Drax in the movie. And the Drax in the comics wants to come out in the movies. And the reason why this doesn't work and the reason why Jack, Drax doesn't work is because Drax in the comics was designed and born to kill Thanos. That was his job. That was the only thing he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. The, the Drax... That this Drax, the movie Drax is based off of, is, a, is an awesome fighter. He's an amazing strategist. He's not funny at all. And, like, this Drax is kind of like a goofus. And, yeah. like, I love Batista. I think he's a great actor. I think yeah. he could have done a lot better, better things with this Drax. Right. This, this Drax is so constantly. Does he. Yeah, and this Drax is constantly comedic fodder, and it's just a mess. And I, don't, like, I don't hate his comedy in the movies. I, I like it. Um but what I hate is like the strategic blunder here that he did. I mean, like, they could have done a better. They could have done a better thing with Drax to make it so it's like another... it's piling piling bad decisions on top of bad decisions. Like they never should have split up in the first place if they were going to try to take on Thanos, and then they I do agree. split up, and now Drax is like, uh, I'm going to go out all all on my own. It's it's it's, it's horrible. Well, Drax could have been a better character. They could have done a subplot. Where Drax is trying is going to go kill Thanos himself, mm-hmm. but they couldn't do it. There's just too many logistical messes to it. There's too many storylines behind it, and so it is what it is. You just right. have to kind of like just deal with it. But it's kind of super sad. 
Next scene, a strange love. So we've got Wanda and Vision, and of, of course, um, the um, the the um, Black Order is after the Mind Gym now, and Vision has it stuck in his head. Uh, I want to remind the listeners that in the comics, this is not not true. Okay, so uh, and it's funny. I knew that something bad was going to happen when, in the Age of Ultron, Vision has the Mind Gym stuck in his head. I'm like, well, that's not good. Like that's going to be disastrous in a few movies and turns out here it is because now vision has to have that stuck in his head to survive and and now thanos needs it so yeah it's kind of like vision's gonna vision's gonna die we all we all see that doomed from the beginning yeah um but we do finally start getting this cool like love affair between vision and and um the scarlet witch or wanda and i think it's one of the more natural more organic things maybe the actors are really pulling it but it feels pretty good. Uh, we don't really understand some of the issues with um, how they're, you know, doing the kissy stuff because he's right, a robot. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but maybe he just shouldn't think about it too much. Just keep going, you know. Right. Just keep moving. I mean, it's a comic uh, movie. Don't think. <laughs> yeah, don't think. Don't don't think. And don't. And when your kids start asking you some uncomfortable questions, just kind of be like, eh, okay, well, time for bed. You know. <laughs> like, Mom, can I marry a robot too? Like, uh, eh, I don't know. If you want, um, you can do whatever you want. No, can you? <laughs> uh, sure. But then, but then, of course, um, we get Proxima Midnight and the other guy, the bravest, whatever, called whatever he is, and they come, they show up, and one, and uh, by the way, Wanda uh, Scarlet Witch is awesome in this scene. She is super powerful, and I love how the um, the movie says, you know what, it's one, it's Scarlet Witch can take these guys, and she could, she could have easily beat both of those guys by herself. Yeah, I totally was up that she she like she was she was taking on Proxima Midnight like by herself no problem and that and and that was a tough fight that was great so I, it I really was just like that. her focus getting split between the two while trying to really protect Vision more than anything else yeah and like that was a great great fight scene and like Vision's just just underpowered I don't understand why they did that to him in the comics vision could beat that guy no problem in this movie he's just never he's never like maybe he got he got um you know he got he got sucker punched he got stabbed so that kind of weakens him at the very beginning but still i was expecting more from vision and i didn't i never we never really get the vision in the in this movie that i wanted i never get to see the vision i was i was hoping to see um but it is what it is uh and then we're fighting Fight, 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 and then finally we get um we get a, 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 a some kind of guy in the shadows, and Proxima Midnight throws her spear at him, and he catches it, and it turns out to be Captain Rogers, Steve Rogers. He's been uh, on the run for two years. He's gotten a beard, which makes him a badass, you know. Yeah, and he's, he's got a dark Captain America suit. Yeah, he's um it's actually um he is wearing. So a lot of people like to talk about this in a, in a different way. So there was a there was a time where Steve Rogers stopped being Captain America and decided to go on his own, and he became a, a superhero called Nomad. Mm. Uh, and so people called this version in the movie Nomad Cap. Not exactly accurate, but it's fine. It is what it is. Um, mm. But Captain America is definitely disillusioned here. You can kind of tell he doesn't have a shield, which looks weird. Right. Um, he's got a big beard. He doesn't say much this movie. Um, uh, and also, we um, the Falcon shows up, and also, of course, um, Black Widow's there as well. Black Widow has white hair now; she dyed her hair. Is it white or blonde? It's uh, blonde. Yeah, it's like yeah. platinum blonde. Yeah. So, like you know, if you see if you see a superhero woman beating up people in the street, and she has blonde hair, not red hair, it's not Black Widow because Black Widow has red hair, not blonde right, hair. Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, it's better cool. than Superman's disguise. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we go to the fight scene, and then uh, they all decide to go back to Avengers, the Avengers bunker, which is cool. Which is a cool scene. Um, fine, it's fine, it's good, it's fine, it's fine, it's good, it's fine. Um, but um, in the comics, this little group of Avengers is called the Secret Avengers. This actually was a thing after Civil War. Um, the Avengers had to go a, a, a subset of Avengers who were on the run from the government decided to make their own Avengers, and they call themselves the Secret Avengers. Huh. So, is it the same yeah. group of people? It, no, it has Luke Cage, Spider-Man, uh, a few others in it. Um, Wolverine, I think, was in the Spider-Man. team at the time. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had the black suit on. So, yeah, it was like, kind of cool. Uh, um, yeah, um, yeah, it was cool. 
And uh, so far, the movie's going is it's going out a pretty good clip. We're getting some good things. Um, and then uh, we get another scene where we get to see the backstory of Gamora. Did you did you have any idea that this backstory would be be like this? It's been so long since I've seen it the first time. I think I just always had it in the back of my head. So mm-hmm. I can't really tell you. It wasn't surprising this time around, for sure. Yeah, and so I did some research, and the show notes will help kind of explain this. I don't know. I, when I was reading comics, I did not know that Gamora had such close ties to Thanos. I think this was retconned. If you are listening to this and you know more than I do, please tell me. Because when I was reading comics back in the late 90s, um, Gamora did not have this connection to Thanos that the, that the databases say she always had. So, But anyway, it's kind of close um, where um, Thanos was battling someone in the comics or, or, and he, he adopted Gamora and blah, 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 blah. Kinda. But in the, in the movie, um, Thanos is trying to... Trying to kinds of cold civilizations like his idea is right that if we cut the population in half more more people like the civil like you know you kill half the civilization um it might be you know bad but then these people have better lives it's like whenever like cold deer right like okay the deer population is too big we gotta we gotta wean them down to a more controllable group like everybody thinks we're doing something good. I, I guarantee you the deers don't feel that way. Like the deer's like, you don't have to help us. Like if, if shooting us in the head is the way you guys help us, then first of all, your culture's all screwed up. You know? mm-hmm. How about you introduce like actual like normal predators, like wolves back into society to totally can kill them naturally instead of shooting people, shooting deer all the time. Anyway, sorry. Um, uh, so anyway, we get Gamora and we get the backstory of Gamora and Thanos. Yeah, so Thanos is culling populations by force uh, at this point. He he doesn't have magic to do it. No. Well, wait, 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 wait. What? Okay, the, the Infinity Stones are not magic. Sorry, advanced science to do it. And I don't know if that's accurate either. Uh, call, call, <laughs> what is it then? Uh, space powers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference between magic and space powers. Yeah. Not much, not much, but there is, okay. in my head, it feels like a difference to me. I don't know why. Okay, all right. <laughs> I felt real, I felt real, I felt real uh, angry when you called him magic. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Uh, okay, and then um, we get the backstory of Gamora and all that kind of stuff, which I thought the thing was good. Um, it, it helps Thanos become more humanizing. It might be um, Josh Brolin's voice as well. Like Josh Brolin's voice makes Thanos sound intelligent kind but also like kind of like menacing it, this, it, his mm-hmm. voice is really good so yeah. it's just he's, he did a really good job with this and it must have been really difficult to to play like a mocap character for the entire movie right uh and then we get the you know we do get the scene where tony steven and um spider-man do kill they kill off uh ebony maw um it's i wonder how spider-man feels he's 16 years old and he just killed a space dude in space. Mm-hmm. Like, does he think about it? Does he does, does he sit in the corner real quick and think, "I just killed someone"? You know, I wonder if he does. I wonder if he thinks that way. So, explain the reference uh, for people, uh, not me, that don't get the reference. What reference? The uh, the reference that Spider Man was telling Tony about. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, Tony start Tony starts asking Spider Man, "Say, what's your plan here? How are you going to save?" Stephen Strange, and then um, Spider-Man says, oh, have you ever seen Aliens? And in Aliens, uh, if you haven't seen it, um, what's her name? I forget her name. The, the, the woman. Weaver? Yeah, Scorny Reaver. I forget her character, though. Her character's name. Anyway, uh, she blows a hole in the hole, and it sucks the alien queen mother out of the, of the, of the, of the hull of, of the ship because it's depressurized. See, ah. like a spaceship's pressurized. If you put a hole in, then all the air in the spaceship's going to bust out in space, and it's going to blow everything out. Right. That's what happened here, which okay. is true. Okay. Yeah, it's true. See, in space, it explodes. In in underwater, it implodes. The 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 water goes in. Yeah, because like the pressure, because the pressure of the world right. collapses inside. Right. Yeah, in yeah. space. The pressure is more. There's more pressure inside the ship than outside. So right. it explodes. Right. The universe wants balance. So kids, take a science class. Just one science class. It doesn't have even have to be an interesting science class. 
just learn your basic science. Because if you're stuck in space and you want to kill a big monster, depressurizing the cabin works every time. <laughs> yeah. It really does. Right, yeah. In every science fiction thing I've seen, depressurizing the cabin is the number one best way to kill an alien. Yeah, you just got to stop yourself from being sucked out, too. That is a problem. But usually, if you hang on really hard to a bar, a random metal bar in the ship, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. And then the emergency doors will close. There's always emergency doors. Yeah, in this case, it's nanites. Yeah, in this case, uh, no, in this case, Tony Stark sprays some kind of um, cold ice shield and closes it up. Oh, it wasn't. I thought it was nanites he was spraying. No, he just sprays some kind of goo on it. It's actually interesting. Spider-Man's getting stuck, getting sucked out into space, and I guess Tony's just watching it because <laughs> he's not doing it. He shoots the hole. He shoots a hole into the into the spaceship, and mm-hmm. everything is sucked out. And Spider-Man's getting sucked out, and he's just like standing there. Like, doesn't he have like a? He can. He could fly over there and help. I guess he doesn't have any kind of a grappling hook or anything. That but he has, Batman, he has, bo- he has, he has jets here. on his boots. He has jets on his boots. Right. But then what does he do? I, I don't know. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I guess he flies over and grabs him and pulls him back. He could have. He didn't. Yeah. Good point. And then, and then weirdly, they're in the spaceship and Doctor Strange is like, okay, Tony, figure out how to take us back home. And he's like, no, we're going to go kill Thanos. Like, what? Like, in his plan... It's only him, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man. How are they going to do that? Right. Like, yep. so, okay, they're flying to a place they don't know anything about, in a ship they don't know anything about, to go fight someone they don't know anything about. That's not <laughs> going to work. Like, you don't, like, anybody, I, listen, I'm not, I've played a lot of video games in my life. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's where I get all my tactical information about combat, right? Right, But yeah. in, in any kind of situation, you don't rush into a place you don't know anything about. You're like, wait, 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 wait. You've at least got to go scout. find some ammo and, and health yeah. packs and stuff or, like that, you know? Or go do, you look around. Like, if I was Spider-Man, if I was Doctor Strange, I'd be like, nah, dude, we're not going to a weird planet. We don't even know where we're going. It might not even have oxygen on this planet. We don't know anything. We've yeah, never like, been uh, to space seems before. Like Strange would have been the voice of reason here. Yeah, we don't, we've never even been to space before. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and... Here's a weird thing here, okay? In in Endgame, at the end of Endgame, uh, all the the magicians use their portals to bring people from all over the world and from other places in space to Earth to fight Thanos, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Why didn't Doctor Strange just open the portal right there and they all all go back to Earth? Hello? Say that again. Doctor Strange could have opened the portal on the ship, and they all could have went to Earth, back home, right there. Oh uh, yeah, 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 right, right, yeah. Weird, I guess. Unless the portals don't work that far, but they do. They do. They do because we see because he used the portal to go back to Earth from that planet in in Endgame. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that would have been that would have been the 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 move. I think I would have yeah. been like, "Yo, we're going home." Let's go home. Let's get some backup. Yeah. And then we can go back to Titan. Get something to eat. When's the last time they had a meal? Yeah. Right. Get I'm a uh, get some shawarma. Get a hot dog. A New York hot dog from one of those New York vendors. Um, so there's Lonnie that. Lonnie really loves his shawarma. He does. Okay. Yeah. Uh so now let's go back and now um there's a plan to save vision. There's a lot of talking at the Avengers base for a while. And then they finally decide to go to Wakanda, which is awesome. Um, and do remember that the, the Captain Avengers, America's uh, idea to go to go to Wakanda. Yes, Wakanda. Yeah. And yeah. do remember that um when Avengers Infinity War was filmed, I think that Black Panther was almost done filming or it was like recently filmed. And and when and remember that Black Panther was so financially and popularly culturally successful. You will see more. There's there. There's more Black Panther Wakanda stuff in Infinity War than probably was supposed to be because it was so successful. So that's why, mm. like when I was in the theater, they showed um, Wakanda. They showed the back of T'Challa's head walking down the field towards um, Bucky Barnes, and people went nuts. People were screaming and yelling. They were so excited to see T'Challa again. It was like mm. people were super stoked. They were they were going back to Wakanda, and yeah. I thought that I guess it's like. It, it, it's cool to see that because, like, you, you know, the movie was cool, but also, um, it's like, 
it, the, the the Marvel has built something so successful that it's working, you know, for them. So it's good. You're a big opening night movie type guy, right? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, all right. Yeah, that that's got to be how you're experiencing all this. Yeah, well, I was sitting next to a bunch of kids. Like, they had to be like 12 year old, 12, 12 year olds. <laughs> and like, whenever, whenever that scene came up, they were like, T'Challa, Wakanda. Right. And Wakanda forever. Like, look, look at these kids. Dude, this is fun. Um, this was kind of fun to see that. And uh, of course, um, we get a scene where um, we get Bucky Barnes. Uh, he gets a new arm. It's probably. Yeah, we hear yeah. White Wolf again. Yes. Yes, we do. White Wolf is, uh, is a term. So, this is weird. I don't know if people know this. In the comics, um, a plane crashes uh, in Wakanda and a young white family is killed except their child and T'Chaka, T'Challa's father adopts this young boy and ends up making him like raising him and at some point this child becomes like the white wolf and becomes like a secret agent because he's white he's able to go across the country, across the world and do things for the Wakandans that you know, of course they can't do at the time so that's where the white wolf thing comes from. Like he was actually an adopted um, son of Chitaka. Kind of like the Loki. Yeah, Wakanda. very similar. Yeah, yeah. very similar. Um, I don't know how, I don't see, I don't know. I don't know if, I think he, I think it's pretty old. I think we talked about this actually during the Black Panther episode, but um, yeah, it's actually pretty We talked about white wolf, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so, and then like, okay, so we get Bucky Barnes back. That's really cool. Uh, and then, like, of course, they're flying to they're flying to this is where Bucky gets his arm. Yeah, and Bucky gets his arm, and that's really cool stuff as well. Uh, so, so, so far, so good. Like, we have a game plan, right? We've got like, uh, we've got uh, War Machine, we've got uh, Bruce Banner, we've got uh, let's see, Wonder Maximoff, uh, Black pa- Black Widow. There's a bunch of characters, <laughs> Captain, Mar- uh, Captain America, uh, the Vision, and they all go to Wakanda to meet T'Challa, the Black Panther, and uh, the, the Winter Soldier to, to create a strategy to take they the couldn't gym. Use, they couldn't use American uh, facilities to try to operate on Vision because they were all still wanted by the government, pretty much. And that's one Captain way to America, think about. It. Captain America's like, I know, a, I know a place we can go, and I think that's, that's how they get to Wakanda. Yeah, I think that's part of it, but also technology-wise. Like, Wakanda's the most advanced technological place on the planet. Right. And they need to, they need to figure out a way to remove the mind gem without killing Vision. And, they, and that's, that's almost impossible. I think it was—to be honest with you, I think it was impossible. I think it was a waste of their time. Um, and they, yeah. I mean, I understand they were trying to save his life. Um, but I think at that point, I just think it wasn't going to work, um, which is tragic. We'll get to that later. Uh, Mike, it's almost an hour in. Do you think we we want to do a two parter? How are you feeling? What do you think? How do you feel about the rest of uh, the rest of your notes? I feel like the rest of my notes are going to take another hour to get through. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You wanna you wanna call it here and we can we can do a two parter. Yeah, let's do a two parter. That sounds good. That sounds. But good. I do have some news you can abuse. Oh, great! That's our new segment. What what, what yeah. do you got? You ready? I'm ready. This is gonna make you sad. Uh, apparently, Tom Holland has said that No Way Home is the end of Marvel's Spider-Man trilogy. <laughs> so, my guess is that Tom Holland's contract is over and that he won't be doing any more Spider-Man movies after this. Did he say end of like as we know it? Wasn't that part of it? Let me get the, let me get the exact quote. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm gonna work on that here. So I'm still second. trying to figure out a way where. Okay, here you go. Ready? Here, okay, here, here. all right. We were all treating No Way Home as the end of a franchise, let's say. I think if we're lucky enough to dive into these characters again, we'd be seeing very different version. Seeing a very different version. It would be it would no longer be the Homecoming trilogy. We would give it some time and try to build something different and totally change the films. Whether that happens or not, I don't know, but we are definitely treating No Way Home like it was coming to an end and it felt like that. Okay, so that's a little different. So that's a little different. So yeah. he's saying that you know the home the homecoming trilogy is over, and that tonally it could be a very different movie. So maybe right. Spy- so Spider-Man might the Tom Holland version of Spider-Man might still be alive or be there mm-hmm. uh, after the movie's over. Well, okay, I actually like that. Yeah, I oh. still want to see a some kind of a Disney Plus animated series. Or it doesn't have to be animated. It could be live action, but with like um, 
age reducing Tom Holland to back where he was at the first uh, Homecoming he, movie. He still seems he still looks super young. Why yeah, do you but he that? doesn't look as young as he did in that first one. Yes, that he does. First one, in that first one, you're like, yeah, he's definitely in high school. What? Now, now, if he was to do another movie now, you're like, eh. I don't know. What you, I, he, still, he looks like a 12 year old, like constantly. Okay. <laughs> All Your right. perception of youth is a, is a little. I would like to see uh, Tom Holland from Homecoming in like a Disney Plus TV series, some kind of a TV series where we get your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I would love it. If it has to be okay. animated, so be it. But I would love to see live action Tom Holland doing that. Uh, well, that's yeah. I mean, do we, some we, age reduction if you have to, like you did with Tony Stark, um, where you made him look just like. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. from uh, Less Than Zero, awesome. We all, I think you're going to get some New York's um, swinging in um, No Way Home. I think you'll get a lot of it, actually. And I also saw something too that said that the combat's a little different, like it's more hand-to-hand combat. So yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Next up, uh, we Fewer are flying finally. Capes. Go- yeah, I hope so. God. Uh, we are finally getting an Adam Warlock. It is, it is confirmed. This is a confirmed confirmation that Adam Warlock will be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. That is confirmed. And Will Poulter is playing Adam Warlock. Yes, I'm super stoked about a this. An actor who I have never heard of before. I've seen him in a couple different things. Yeah. Um, I'm, just, I'm just so happy we're getting Adam Warlock. And uh, next... Uh, episode when we when we when talk more about Infinity War, I'll bring up Adam Warlock and how important he is to the Infinity War trans like strategy stories and stuff like that because Adam Warlock was a key character in the Infinity Gauntlet saga. And yeah, we talked about we just, that a little bit already. Go back and listen to our previous episodes. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm super stoked that we're getting Adam Warlock. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited. He seems Hopefully. the actor seems young. Is Adam Warlock like younger than? Uh, Iron Man, or yeah, I would say so. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. All right. But his age is it? His age is weird because like he keeps he goes through these he goes through these death birth recycles moments where he like he he's born he does something cool he dies he gets put into a sarcophagus he regenerates he comes back as a different version it's kind of what he interesting does. that's cool that's cool so they so, could have Adam Warlock be several different actors without easily. even breaking the easily the, uh, the series I guess. Easily, easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And finally, the Eternals is super long. Mike, guess how long the Eternals movie is? Since you said it's super long, I'm gonna go with three hours and four minutes. Not that long. Okay. It's, All two, right. it's two hours thirty-seven minutes. Two hours thirty-seven minutes. That is very. That's very long. Yeah. It's long. It's in three game hours was, was definitely overshooting for a Marvel movie. Nobody. I, I think Endgame was three hours. Go for that. Really? I think Endgame was three hours. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. I'm worried about this movie. I'm worried about it. I am you, uh, you, uh, you, uh, alternate between worried and excited with this movie. I'm worried now. Yeah. What, what, yeah. What's got you worried again? There's something about the tone of it that just feels odd to me. I kind of just feel like this movie is going to do things we've seen before and we're all going to be like, eh, like it's not going to be like groundbreaking. Like, like, we're not going to see different concepts or ideas. And I just think the there's a reason why the Eternals never got mainstream attention, because no one cares. And um, I'm just, I'm concerned. Um, I so think that, that was your original concern, was that nobody cares about the Eternals. Yeah, I but think then, I'm back didn't to Didn't you start it. reading some of the comics and really liked it? I liked the comics. I thought they were good, but I, I might have read them, and maybe a few other people have read them. No one else has read them. Uh, and if the com they're not stay they're not staying with the comics. I I can just tell by the trailer that the comics is gonna be different than what they're doing with the movies. So okay, like, so yeah, none of those uh stories that you really enjoyed in the Eternals comics seem like what we're gonna get in the movie. No, not at all. So I don't know, man. I'm I am I'm 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 a little worried. Uh, and I always worry too when like they spend a lot of money on advertising budgets for movies. I kind of feel like, uh oh, they need to get people to see it. Like once, <laughs> yeah, and and then like everybody's gonna be like, ugh, and then that's it. So it might be, it, it might be bad. It might be. I don't know. We'll have to. I have to. We have. We, it comes out next week, something like that. No, not next week. Uh, November. November third or something. Like that. 
Yeah, this might be one of those movies where I see by myself. Like sometimes I can corral friends to go see movies with me, but I don't think anybody's going. I'm not going to put. <laughs> I'm not going to make anyone see this movie with me because I think it's going to be bad. I'll, I'll just go see right. myself. Right. Okay. Cool. So we'll see. I'm what not excited. You got? you got anything else? No, that's not. That is your news. You can abuse. That is your news. You can abuse. Nice. Nice. Abuse it. Abuse that news. Yeah. All right, Mike. Yeah, you uh, we will do that a last second. One. Yeah, I abuse all the news. <laughs> um, okay, I think we're going to uh, wrap up, but then we're going to do a second half of this, correct? Yeah, Please we'll say. do a second half next week. All right. Uh, listeners, uh, if you want to send, uh, share this podcast with your friends, Mike, how, how can they do that? Hit that share button and whatever podcast player you're using right now. If you're using the Good Pods podcast, which I've been using lately, uh, they added a new feature, it seems like, where... Once you get near the end of the podcast, it automatically brings up a little thing saying, hey, would you like to share this with a friend? If you're listening to us with good pods right now, take them up on that. Use that share sheet to, to share this with a friend or five. Do it. And also like us on YouTube. We're on YouTube. Yeah, yeah we're on YouTube. We post yeah, up, uh, update, clips from our podcasts up there. Yeah, I'm going to update our red page today, probably with some news you can abuse and some other stuff. So We're on Twitter at Super Sideshow. You can hit us up there, and we um, share out a uh, piece of trivia or just facts about comics once a day. So that's a good feed to follow. Yes, do that. Do it. Yep. Share it with good your friends. Stuff. Make us make us make us billionaires. We need some of that podcast money. I'm not <laughs> right. sure how you. I'm not sure how some you get of that. It. Any of it. <laughs> I don't right. think I don't think there is a lot of podcast money. I think it's all made up. Uh, there, right. There's a few people that have a lot of podcast money, and a lot yeah. of people that have none of it. So, all right, Mike. I will see you next time, brother. Yeah, we'll we'll pick up on the last half of Infinity War. It'll be good. Take care, guys. <laughs>